0: Welcome to the PMNR Scholars Podcast. The following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We were joined by the University of Wisconsin PMNR program to discuss the unique aspects of their residency. Hope you enjoy.
1: Hey, how are you? Um, my name is Michelle Poliak Tunis. I am the UW Madison program director for the PMNR department. Super excited to be on this and um, Hope that uh, you guys get to hear a little bit about us. We decided against doing a PowerPoint presentation because you guys have been sitting for a long time. And I thought better to have um, my associate program director, Michael Sewer, on to talk a little bit, um, Simon Wallace, our chief resident, and Delilah, our program coordinator, um, to answer questions and allow you guys to really answer question, ask questions um, live instead of thinking about them later on. Um, so just a little bit about us, um, like I said, my, my counterparts are going to talk a little bit more, um, but just so you know a little bit about Madison, um, home to Bucky Badger, we're all wearing red, Bucky Badger red, um, and uh, it is, Madison's the second largest city in Wisconsin, 81st largest city in the U.S. Um, it's home to over 260 parks and over 200 miles of multi-use paths and trails, um, it's been named, um, one of the best small cities in America, um, and one of the number one fittest cities in America, um, with regards to our hospital, UW, uh, Madison Hospital, it's been ranked best hospitals in Wisconsin for numerous years through U.S. News and World Report, um, and, uh, the sixth, uh, for total research expenditures among the U.S. Universities and U.S. News World End Report. Um, that's just a little about UW Madison. So let me pass it along to Dr. Michael Sewer, if he's on.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Great. Thank you, Michelle. Uh yeah. so for those of you uh who are looking at her, right above her head is okay. uh yeah, yeah, you got a duck. There, <laughs> here's the capital. That's that's what we get to look at. There's there's four main lakes around Madison. We we should have mentioned this, Michelle. Sorry. Four big lakes, um, uh there's she said 200 miles of trails but that's only within the city. there's actually you know a couple hundred miles of trails outside of that too um so the the two main lakes a lot of water sports a lot of things to do uh just to stay active with that um but the real reason you're here uh to to talk about the program so i'll talk a little bit about our faculty um starting with the most important one uh michelle Poliak tunis she's our uh, new program director she does a little bit of spine half day a week, uh, but she mainly works in the pain clinic doing procedures. Um, Our uh, division chairman, Nalini Segal, is also a pain provider. Um, We have several other providers that do primarily spine uh, musculoskeletal work. Um, One of the interesting things about our clinics is that they're all very multidisciplinary. So I know that's kind of a hot topic and a lot of uh, physiatrists want that, uh, in their practice. Um, and where I work, um, not only am I, am I sitting next to one other physiatrist, I'm actually sitting next to a neurosurgeon, an orthopedic surgeon, uh, a spine orthosurgeon. Down the hall, we have radiology, integrative medicine, um, sports medicine. So our our UW team physicians are in the same clinic space as I am, um, joint replacement. They're all, they're all, uh, in-house. Um, our pain clinic um, which we have, uh, you know, several, three, three providers dedicated to pain, um, in addition to myself and Jim Leonard, who also uh, primarily focus on spine. Um, we have in that clinic anesthesia pain. So there's collaborations that happen there. Um, we have addiction medicine, um, psychology, and psychiatry as well. Um, so very, very multidisciplinary clinics uh, there. Um, and then when we look at our neuro rehab side, um, several providers uh, at our Middleton rehab clinic um, who work daily with the physical therapists, the occupational therapists, uh, prosthetics, orthotics, um, everybody is, is in house. So there's a lot of room for cooperation. Um, you know, when I was a resident um, many, many years ago, um, like two years ago, um, that, that was a really valuable thing for learning uh, with, for me, which Simon will talk about. Um, having those individuals around who we can just walk over and, and ask these questions to, um, you're not going to be able to replicate that anywhere else. And just being able to know them on a first name basis um, is invaluable for, for learning. Um, and I know Simon, I don't want to take too much of your time. He said he has like a 13 to 14 minute elevator talk. Um, I don't know what kind of elevators he goes on, um, but that, that's what he has. Um, my, my specialty really is dad jokes, um, which, in I'm impersonating my, my colleagues, and I was told strictly, no more dad jokes today and no impersonating colleagues, so I should probably just stop
2: here. All right, well, thank you, Dr. Zuer and, and Dr. Um I'll, I will definitely talk about... I just want to reiterate questions anytime uh, the chat is open um i am a native of wisconsin i grew up in eau claire which is uh, west central um, in between the twin cities and madison and i was uh, i left for school and uh, i came back and i was very happy to come back to madison for residency uh, especially after having rotated as a student at uw Uh, it's a it's a program that has three residents per class and uh it's an advanced program so there is no integrated um, internship involved we do three-month rotations, which has been discussed actually earlier tonight, and that was one of the reasons. That was one of the things that I really loved about the program. Actually, is that it gives you the chance to settle into your rotation and get to know the providers that you're working with in the clinics that they're in over an extended period of time. That also gives you an opportunity to have patient continuity, which is something I've experienced over and over throughout my residency here. Um, as as it is longitudinal, what this means for us, um, we have three-month rotations where we have a three-month rotation our, our PGY 2 year and then our three-year and then our four-year as well and i do feel like there's a great benefit in that if you're interested in inpatient rehab um, overall or if you're just interested in being on faculty at an academic institution where you're going to be taking call or at any other institution you will be taking call it keeps you fresh on those inpatient skills um, our rehab hospital is a 49 bed rehab a freestanding rehab hospital on the east side of madison um, it's still you know, relatively close to the, the main campus, it's all in Madison proper, um, and it's also right next to a, a newer building uh, called the American Center that has an inpatient service as well as um, outpatient uh, ORs and, and that sort of thing too. So we work very closely with them there. Um, as far as the clinics that we do rotate in, we cover all the bases in terms of you know the neuro clinic and spine clinic and pain clinic. Uh, and we hit those at different rotations throughout our residency so that, again, it's it's a longitudinal curriculum where you come back and see things over and over again, not just in one isolated burst. Uh, we do rotate at the VA for one of our rotations. It's not a dedicated rotation, but we do get exposure to that population. And uh, the provider we work there sees a lot of different types of things. So... Um, Another interesting rotation that we have is at the Central Wisconsin Center, which is actually kind of a hybrid inpatient and outpatient rotation. Um, the facility is, itself is actually uh, it's designed for people who have intellectual and developmental disabilities. And we work in a short-term care unit there, where we see sometimes children and then sometimes young adults. And uh, they come through for various reasons that where they can get all of their comprehensive rehab needs met at this facility. And that includes things like having a dentist on site, an audiologist on site, um, and even custom wheelchair manufacturing right on site. So um, a very, very unique facility. And um, you know, having a having a strong background and interest in serving people with developmental disabilities, for me that was a huge draw. Additionally, after rotating there as a resident, we also have the opportunity to moonlight there in their long-term residential um, facility. So um, it's it's it provides many opportunities to see things that you would not normally see uh, in maybe more common rehab rotations um as far as our call schedule goes we we do take home call um I really wanted that because i have uh, when I was a medical student, I had a daughter and uh, now I have two children and for me, being at home is always preferable to being away from them at night so um for me that was a huge plus um we we have any any weekend we're not on call we have off and uh, we take fewer and fewer calls as we graduate up through, you know up towards um, our pgy4 year and so there's also that advantage as well uh, people do talk about procedures and um, whether you know meeting those numbers is possible and by far i mean easily we meet every number that we are required to meet and more um, we have a dedicated emg rotation and currently at this point in time wherein we get 200 procedures um, easily by the time that rotation is done. We also have no competition, even though we do have a pain fellowship here at UW, we don't have any competition with any of those fellows in terms of whether or not we can get the numbers and and experiences that we need. So that's a great plus there too. And Simon, Um, I'll I'll jump in there real quick. Just just so
0: so people know kind of our experiences with this. um, Yeah, when I was done with my PGY2 year, I had 205 EMGs finished with um, close to 500. Um, as far as actual procedures go, I was at, I think, 900 and something when I was done. Um, so, yes, we have a pain fellowship, and that's often one of the questions we get. Um, and Michelle and I are involved a lot with the pain fellowship, too. And we've actually looked at all of these schedules and designed the schedules such that there's not a lot of overlap between the residents and the fellows um and so you know when i was doing my pain fellowship um there was only maybe one day a week where i would overlap with the resident but there was always two attendings there and so you're never going to get your toes stepped on by the fellow and vice versa um and so there's always opportunities to get your hands-on um experience i think is the most important thing as a as a uh, potential resident
2: absolutely and um also speaking i mean we have our, our, our outstanding pain fellowship but also speaking to the emg experience itself our former program director is now the president of elect of aanem dr bonnie weiger and so um not only do we have her in our division but we also have several other neurologists who perform emgs and even other rehab providers who perform emgs throughout their clinics where we get exposure to it there as well um so so really plenty plenty of exposure um other things that uh, do come up in terms of questions. Um, we have some supplemental things that we do attend. There's a PO conference that we attend with other Midwestern programs in Missouri that we always have a wonderful time at. This year it was virtual, of course, but uh, we miss seeing them in person. But it's, it's also kind of a resident retreat for us, too, just to kind of get out of Wisconsin and, and go hang out um, in a beautiful area during a beautiful time of the year. We have an annual cadaver anatomy lab um, where we can learn um, spine anatomy and that sort of thing, which is really informative for the spinal procedures. It just gives you that 3D view that you can't quite um, get from a 2D image when you're looking at it uh, in the actual uh, procedure center. Um, And then Dr. Sewer is really um, putting together some outstanding ultrasound didactics for us as well, which we'll have to resume um, hopefully in the near future after um, COVID changes a little bit. Uh, We'd like to do that in person much more, but um, nonetheless, we have that opportunity as well. Um, I just wanted to say a couple things about anybody who's interested. We've talked about um, pain as being a fellowship, but for for those who are interested in peds, um, we have a great group of peds physicians. um, And then if you take the CWC experience into account there too, and looking at developmental medicine and that sort of thing, and then you have your three month elective time. um, If you really are strongly interested in peds, you can get nine months of exposure to that field if, if that's something you would be interested in doing. Um, Additionally, there's another program that we have through something called the Waysman Center, um, which is an affiliate of UW, and it's called LEND, which stands for Leadership uh, in Education and Neurodevelopmental and Related Disorders. Um, And this is a, as far as I know, we're the only residency program that allows our residents to participate in that and get certified in what is a truly interdisciplinary program where you're working with all different types of therapists and, um, and PhDs. Uh, and anybody looking into going into the field where you would serve people who have developmental and intellectual disabilities. And so um, it's quite an outstanding program that actually gears you towards not only the interdisciplinary approach but also changing policy and trying to have you know effect on, on the way policy is, is driven. So uh, a very cool thing that I've been participating in for the last couple of years. Um, besides that, People do volunteer in things like Special Olympics. Dr. Sewer and others have um, had a really strong presence at high school sideline events and that sort of thing. Um, But I think those are all the big things that I wanted to hit in terms of um, residency highlights. And of course, either of you want to jump back in here or if Delilah wants to say anything more, we certainly can do that. And I see a question that just popped up here. We work with ABA professionals with the developmental rotations. ABA, what does ABA stand for in this case? The Behavior Analyst. Right, okay. Um, So for me, I have not had my peds rotation yet. Um, I do know that they have a multidisciplinary clinic there. Um, Applied Behavior Analysis is not something that um, happens at the Central Wisconsin Center. Um, but I can't actually, Dr. Sewer, Maybe you could speak to the actual P's rotation in terms of um, what yeah, kind I, of. that.
0: Again, all the time. I don't know if they actually work with any of the applied behavior um, analysts. Um, the uh, P's rotations themselves. Uh, one of the UW um, uh, big things is their their multidisciplinary clinics. You know, they they work a lot with psychology and psychiatry um, and with with other. Um, I don't know off the top of my head if they have any of the ABA uh, professionals within their, their clinics, though. That may have changed. Um, I did my PT rotation four years ago, though, so that, so that may have changed since then.
2: And um, Rosalind is uh, asking if we can repeat the, the certification. It's called LEND, Wisconsin LEND, and that stands for Leadership Education in Neurodevelopmental and Related Disabilities. And it, what the, the nice thing about the way it's structured into our residency is that um, a lot of the, a lot of the requirements that uh, Lend has in terms of getting that certification certification actually can be really just simply a part of your residency as it is. There is a research component to it, but as long as you're participating in some form of research that can be applied to that field, um, you know that part is essentially taken care of. Um, And then there's some other really cool stuff, just, you know, attending uh, outstanding lectures with experts in the field and then even visiting the Capitol here in Madison. And if you wish, you can visit the national um, Capitol and uh, be present for policy decisions and actually present even, um, you know, policy um, propositions of your own.
0: Simon, I'll, I'll jump back in here too. So just a little bit of my personal experience. I actually came up to uh, Madison for residency and had no intention at all of staying. Uh, we plan on going back to Indiana. Um, but once we have found um, uh, up here, you know, we, we discovered that, that it's really a family environment. Um, everybody is incredibly cordial up here, um, not only within the pm group, but within the hospital as a whole. Um, the atmosphere that that we we have at uw um, and I'm talking the, the hospital the school and even just the community really it, it can't be beat so if you're looking for a place to train that's that's good to have a family um, it's it's really hard to beat UW
1: and I'll chime in also um, so I'm the new program director and when I joined faculty here six years ago ironically um I trained uh, in Baltimore, in LA, I'm from Texas. Um, I never thought I'd be in the Midwest. And I'll tell you, it's, it's a phenomenal program. And I you know my, my family still says, isn't it freezing? I said, yeah, but well, you know, you get used to it. And, and our faculty are wonderful. Our residents are amazing to work with. Um, and so it's been a joy to work with them and see them grow. Um, and, and the fellows as well. Um, so Hannah from MCW wrote rural PM&R medicine. So we don't have, Oh, Michael, so already responded. Um, there's some outreach clinics. However, we do get three, you, you do get three months of elective and you can pretty much do anything you want within that three months elective time. So if you want to come up with something rural, you know, that'd be fantastic. Um, and that's usually your PGY four year. So there's definitely opportunities to do that.
0: Yeah, and I do an outreach clinic in Mauston, which is 5,000 people. Um, Jim Leonard does a clinic up there, and he also does one in Sauk, uh, which is, oh, 10,000 people maybe. Um, so some pretty small communities
2: that we travel for those. Um, something to look out for, too. Uh, there's a, a program called Agrability, A-G-R-A, Agrability. And um, I think it's it's a national program, but there's a very strong presence here in Wisconsin. Um, and, uh, I, I have actually been meaning to reach out to a gentleman who is, um, uh, one of the, one of the more prominent figures in that organization around here, just to talk to him about it, because it's focus is really on actually, um, accessible farming and accessible, um, agriculture. So, uh, if I, am not sure, you know, if you have anything like that near Milwaukee, but in Wisconsin, I think there is a component. So you can look out for that too, just as a heads up, yeah. about two minutes left.
1: Um, so,
0: so high school sports, um, I'm the, the team position for, um, actually the defending state champion, DeForest Norski's, um, I do their, uh, football and the wrestling. Um, so there's always room for a resident with me. Um, there's several schools around that are always looking for high school volunteers. Um, and one of the UW team positions actually oversees us. So if there is something that goes on, you have, uh, David's cell phone, you just call him. Um, but there's always a spot with me on the sideline. Um, And so there's that. Um, Sometimes we'll help cover some of the, um, uh, like the Ironman and the marathon and things like that, if you're interested in that as well.
1: So I want to go. So what percent do fellowships? Um, Probably a little around a a third each year. There's maybe one per class. Um, We've done pain. Michael is one of our pain fellows and now attendings. And most recently, our, our graduating class this past year, one is doing cancer rehab at MD Anderson. Um, the other two are joining practices. Um, and so those that want to do fellowship have matched. Nobody has un- gone unmatched, which is great. Um, the protected didactic time. We have protected didactic time on Friday mornings um, that start at 7.30 in the morning from 7.30 to 8.30. We have um, didactics with faculty, so that can include journal club, that can be a, a clinical case conference, that could be grand rounds. And then from 8.45 to noon, you have protected didactic time that are given by faculty members or sometimes um, not very often, but the residents may, may participate in those as well. Um, uh, what else did I, oh, you're, gone. Michael's on it. See, this is what's so great. My associate program is answering your I questions thought. without even me paying attention. I, I'm the um, associate it's, the program
0: it, director, Michelle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, This is who we are. I mean, this is what you get. But um, the other thing I did want to add is we will be um, uh, having opportunities for you guys to join our journal clubs once a month if you guys would like to. Delilah, um, you can reach out to Delilah.
0: Okay.
1: Well, so Delilah will have all of our contact information. She can send it to you guys.
0: Thank you again to the University of Wisconsin pm and program for joining us and all the pm and programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on the virtual residency fair, as well as PM&R scholars, head to pmrscholars.org.